This episode is brought to you by Hyperice, the leader in advanced warm-up and recovery technology. They have tons of innovative products, like Venom-heated wearables to help soothe sore back muscles, Normatec compression boots to speed up recovery and increase circulation, and Hypervolt massage guns to improve mobility. Loved by athletes like Naomi Osaka and Erling Holland. Try them yourself. Get 10% off your order with the code MOVE at hyperrice.com. G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005. And uh, welcome back to the uh, SENZ Canterbury Breakfast with uh, the panel. And I'm delighted to be joined by a couple of uh, great New Zealanders. Uh, the panel... Proudly sponsored by Melray Electric, putting the spark into Canterbury Rugby. And uh, this morning on the panel, we've got Brendan Telfer, uh, a voice uh, from the past on Radio Sport. It's lovely to have Brendan Telfer with us and Brian Ashby. First to Brendan. How are you, my friend? Um, well, I hope I'm not in the past, am I? I hope I'm alive, alive and well. Uh, yeah, I am. Actually, yeah. Uh, thoroughly enjoying retirement for the most part. Um, dedicated entirely to doing nothing and enjoying it as well. So, uh, but nice to talk to you, Gareth. Nice to talk to you again. And you richly deserve it, Brendan. And uh, our other panellist, uh, Brian Ashbury, in cast. Brian, what are you doing up in North Canterbury today? Oh, just a couple of mates from the triathlon club. We're just out on a heading out on a training ride. Uh, so we've at Baltic. I can tell you, one degree out here at the moment, and. There's Bit of fresh snow on the Alps, so I'm I'm, I'm well kitted up. Well, good news is the club cricket starts in Christchurch today. A frost, uh, <laughs> one degree when I was up at six o'clock this morning, and uh, the club cricketers will be donning their short sleeved uh, or their sleeveless jumpers and their long sleeves. I'm sure in Christchurch today, a high of eleven degrees. Brendan, an opportunity to talk about uh, the All Black season and what lies ahead. It's been tumultuous, really, and I'm interested in in your views and obviously uh, in Brian Ashby, a keen uh, follower of rugby. It's it, it, diff- an incredibly difficult season for the All Blacks uh, and they finished their domestic games now and, of course, head off and play England and Twickenham in November. Your thoughts about the season and what lies ahead and are, are they really in great shape? Okay, we've lost Telf, unfortunately. Brian, are you there? Yes, I am. Yeah, yeah. You, you, you heard the question. Sorry, Telf's just dropped away. Yeah. You, you'll have you'll have some views on what you've seen during the season, and uh, w- do you think that England would have been uh, intrepid and, and worried about what they saw with the All Blacks playing Australia? Do you think Ireland, England, no. and France are trembling? No, no, I, I don't think they are. Look, I, I mean, it, it's been a big improvement, uh, certainly in the back half of the season from the All Blacks. And uh, incumbents, particularly in the front row, are no longer must-haves. Um, and it's encouraging that we're putting the faith in some new guys. And I've, 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 we're probably a year a little bit too late in doing that. But nonetheless, they're there now. But I, I think for this Northern Tour... Um, I, I still think these, these guys are just a wee bit too fresh. I think it's going to be a big learning experience. Uh, I just think that, you know, we're looking at that, that Bledisloe Cup series 
Um, to me, both the All Blacks and the Wallabies pretty much played to the world ranking. Um, so I, I don't think they'll be nervous. I'm not overly concerned with what's going on in the back line and, and you know, the, the, the sort of tweakings there. But um, the back row, other than Adi Savir, I think is, is concerning. The lack of challenge, I think, for um, uh, guys coming through in the second row, challenging Whitelock or Talek, Scott Barrett, that's concerning as well. The, the, the next tier of guys, there's no one really smashing the door down saying, pick me. So, um, you know, there are some challenges there. But the, look, the upside is the development of, of, of the young props. And I, I particularly put a ring around um, Terrell Lomax, who um, I, I felt just for, for two years was, was treading water. And I think Jason Ryan's just given him a new injection. And, and, and he's, he's looking like the real deal these days. And Jason Ryan appears to have made a huge difference to the way that that pack is operating. Brendan Telfer, you're back with us, and you would have heard uh, Brian Ashby's comments on the All Blacks. I was asking him about uh, whether Ireland, uh, France and England would have been trembling watching that uh, that uh, Bledisloe Cup series. And uh, Brian was saying that he felt that uh, both Australia and New Zealand played to their rankings. Do you agree? Uh, well, I'm not even sure what their rankings are. They change so quickly these time, uh, these days. Uh, well, I don't imagine they were trembling watching the All Blacks. Um, the Poms might be trembling in the dressing room after they play the All Blacks in a, in a month or so's time. Uh, I don't have too many fears on this front. I mean, I look back and, you know, you can use history as a fairly, I think, accurate yardstick here. I remember Laurie Maines when he took the All Blacks to South Africa in 1995. I mean, he was lucky even to be still coaching the All Blacks. Such were the calls to have him dumped beforehand because of the performance of the All Blacks in the couple of years prior to that. And, you know, they came, as we know, within a whisker of winning the Rugby World Cup. So I, I don't think we should read too much into prognostications at the moment. Um, I, I see enough in this All Black side to suggest they'll be very competitive at the Rugby World Cup next year. Yes, they lost to Ireland, they lost to Argentina and they lost to South Africa, but they beat each one of those countries comprehensively this year as well. 50 points against Argentina, uh, thumped the South, South Africans at Ellis Park where apparently visiting teams never win test matches there. And even against Ireland in that first test, they won 42-17. So, and we have seen, and against Australia last week, 40 to 14. So against a, a cross-section of the top rugby teams in the world this year, um, they found weaknesses. That's not that's not necessarily a fatal thing, but more, more importantly for me, they've shown they can beat uh, these top teams by playing that attacking brand of rugby, which comes naturally to all black teams in recent years. So I look forward with confidence to the Rugby World Cup next year. Wonderful to hear that uh, those words of optimism from uh, Brendan Telfer. Brian, uh, do you feel that when you look at the selections now in the last Bledisloe test and we saw Moinga at uh, first five, Geordie Barrett at second and Bowden at fullback, that looks about right, doesn't it? Yeah, I, I think um, there's, there's people around the country are sort of surprised at how well Geordie Barrett um, went at second five. I'm not. I, and, I, and, and the reason being, I go back to his rookie season uh, at MPC level for Canterbury, I think 2017. And he, he played most of that year at second five. And I was absolutely blown away. And, and the, the tail end of the season, I, I think Ryan Crotty might have come back from injury or something for, and, and, and was available for Canterbury. And they bumped Geordie Barrett back to fullback. I think, oh, no, nah, you know, this is, this is a real shame. I've really enjoyed it. And, and of course, he's, you know, he's played very well at fullback. But um, his ability at second five, um, I, you know, it's no surprise to me. And I, I, look, I, like everyone, I, I thought he was absolutely superb. 
Uh, I'm not dissing David Harvili because I think he's one of the most skillful, uh, understated players around. But um, the, the physicality, I think, that, that Geordie Barrett brought to that position, as well as the sort of finesse, I, I, I thought was very, very good. Of course, there's Damien McKenzie, um, you know, is, is the great unknown as well at the moment, you know, quite where he lies in the All Black uh, selectors' thinkings at, at, at the moment. Interesting that you say that because I think if you asked uh, Geordie Barrett uh, what his favourite position was, and I was talking to a few rugby scribes uh, before he was selected at second five, they felt exactly like you did, that he, that second five was his uh, best position. Yeah, and, and, and look, he, um, the, the guy can play anywhere, can't he? You know, he, he's, uh, for me, he's, um, you know, the, the, the hype around Bowden Barrett over the years, for me, um, Geordie Barrett is a more... Uh, complete player, um, and, and in terms of, not just um, in terms of the physicality and those sort of things, but also his vision and ability to to read a game. Um, Bowden Barrett's very very good on the carry, um, and and maybe nobody better in the world uh, on on a, on a counter attack from the back. But but Geordie Barrett's ability to read the game, um, his kicking his, his, his general sort of kicking game around the park and so on. I, I think he steers the game very well. Um, as, as well, I, I, I think he's. I just think he's a superb player. For logbook servicing you can rely on, you need to make the right choice. You need trained professionals who are fully qualified to service your car according to manufacturer's specifications. For real peace of mind and a nationwide warranty, book in or book online at repcoservice.com.